0: Signing up couldn't be easier. Just visit printondemandcast.com slash VIP and enter your email. Don't let another day of potential pass you by. Become a part of the VIP list, grab your annual design calendar, and let's dive into a year of inspired creating together. We'll see you on the other side.
1: Welcome back to the Print On Demand Cast. In this episode, we talk about the print on demand success pyramid. Let's get into it. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the print-on-demand cast. We're talking about the pyramid, success pyramid. It's not a pyramid scheme. Don't get (laughs) confused. Don't tune out. This is talking about the success pyramid. You've heard of the food pyramid. Well, this is the print-on-demand success pyramid. And joining me for this show once again, Travis Ross coming at us from Make Your Mark Design or Comedy Club. You don't know what that background. It could be either or. But uh, Travis... Happy Monday, we're recording this on a Monday uh, How was your weekend? Let's chop up the waffle a little bit before we get We got a lot in this show uh, <laughs> to get to We got a, a lot of topics and things to hit But, quickly, you first How was your weekend? Anything exciting happening? What's going on?
0: Not too much Uh band played on Friday uh, It was a good nice. time um, And then uh, Saturday, mm-hmm. played some poker uh, And, I'll tell you what uh, there were 30 people and you had a buy-in and the whole deal. And I ended up winning the whole thing.
1: My God made
0: like $240 in my pocket. And nice. Yeah. Um, and it's like a, it's a series of games that last all year. And so you build up oh, points right, and then, right. and then they put a little bit of the buy-in each week for uh, like the, the final super,
1: super game, right? Like essentially like the,
0: yeah. exactly. And so, yeah, that, that last game. Lit this last december i think there was like six thousand dollars for 18 people and Dude, crap. paid out five places so i'm you know hey i'm on my way to being included in that game uh, yeah. in december so i'll yeah. keep you posted
1: nice yeah well we, we will know i'll we'll have to find out um i i would be terrified i'm there to play in a game with those kind of stakes there's a game here that a friend of mine has in loveland and it's pretty similar it's kind of a st- like a steady game and Mm-hmm. there's like $20 buy-ins and you can buy in twice and this whole thing. I wasn't right. able to make the one last month. I'm going to try and make the one this month, but I don't play enough poker to be as good as I once was. What's that? I'm, what's that song? It's a country song. Can't think of it right now, but um not as good as I once Sounds was like a country song once as I ever was, is actually what the name of that song is. So, <laughs> You know, it it could happen, but uh, yeah, that's awesome, man! Glad you had a good weekend and the band and poker. I my, my weekend's pretty uneventful. Uh, I've celebrated my mother in law's birthday um, on Saturday and Sunday. Actually, went to lunch after church and went to Denver on Saturday. Went got a tattoo consultation on Saturday. I'll be getting a tattoo Ooh. the week before you and I go to Orlando, so I'll have some fresh ink oh. going into. Or- I had I had a fresh, fresh tattoo when I went to Long Beach with you last year too, so maybe tradition um but yeah pretty pretty standard weekend nothing too wild but uh excited for orlando we'll get to that later let people know Mm, at some other point but before we go any further let's go to uh everyone's favorite segment the weekly dad joke
0: time for the weekly dad joke
1: all right travis what do you have for us today
0: well um I'm a big Apple fanboy. You know, I got a Mac here, I got my iPhone, my whole family does. But uh found out recently Apple's jumping into the electric car phenomenon. Oh, um, that makes but sense. Yeah, but they've been having a few issues. And um the okay. first one, well, they're having problems installing the windows.
1: <laughs> ah, nice, nice. I like that. And
0: yeah. apparently there's some really picky designers that have taken issue with the overall look of the car because huh? there's There's no Chrome on it at all.
1: Nice. That's a twofer. Mm
0: -hmm. That
1: is a twofer. Where else can you go to get two dad jokes on one show? The answer is not anything print on demand specific. So here we are uh, (laughs) giving you two dad jokes. Uh, That's awesome. Um, So moving right along this, we didn't have one last week, but we have one this week. And we're going to go ahead and talk about the Point of Interest.
0: Well, howdy, partner. Welcome to the Point of Interest part of the POD cast. So grab your hat and hold on tight because we got some learning to do.
1: All right, Travis, um, this sounds like from what I read and what you were telling me a little earlier, could this be an end of an era? It seems like it might be. And I know you had a coaching call today mm-hmm. and that's what kind of sparked this idea. So tell us a little bit what this potential end of an era could be when it comes to everyone's favorite platform or one of them.
0: Yeah, I had um, I had no idea that this had happened or that, uh, you know, that this was going on kind of behind the scenes. And even when I search YouTube, um it doesn't seem like very many people are talking about it. So it may mm-hmm. not be as big of a deal as, you know, what I'm, or I am assuming it is, but, mm-hmm. um, I did find one particular, uh, YouTube, um, of somebody talking about it, but like six months ago. And, wow. uh, so you're like, tell me already, Travis. Uh, anyway. <laughs>
1: <So> <laughs> um, you're it keep to, it. to it.
0: Yeah. I'm just going to keep alluding to it. And then, yeah. Um, it seems that Etsy is uh, shutting down or not shutting down stores, but deactivating specific listings Mm -hmm. uh, for those message card jewelry products that you've seen, you know um, you know, like to my daughter, to my mother, to my, you know, mother-in-law, whatever, all of that. And you you basically have a print, you have a a piece of jewelry. And then the only thing print on demand is the actual card that goes in behind it. And um, I actually gave, uh, some two necklaces to my two daughters last Christmas from one of these companies. But it looks like, um, you know, so companies like shine on gear, bubble, awkward styles, they would produce these products. Um, and people would obviously create, basically they were designing a little square card and it would go underneath the uh, piece of jewelry. And then someone would open it. it'd be like kind of like a Hallmark card inside the jewelry box. Um, so my guess is – so anyway, my uh, the guy I was talking to uh, in our coaching call told me that um, he got an email from Awkward Styles just literally within the last week or two that said they are no longer – they'll fulfill all the orders, but they are saying that Etsy's handmade policy is saying that there's not enough uh, uniqueness, I guess, about the, the message card. And this is awkward. Mm. what Awkward Styles is saying – it's their interpretation of the handmade policy and therefore sure. while they will still continue to fulfill the products um that are sent to them they have disabled the ability or they taken away the ability to for you to push your awkward style jewelry listings to etsy um and you know they say it you know it's basically it's it's for your own good you know you don't want to get your uh, yeah, account shut down or or waste a bunch of time doing a bunch of listings that are going to get deactivated because they violate this policy. Right. Um, But the YouTuber that I was looking or kind of I found um, was talking about there's a a chance that the reason these things are getting deactivated isn't necessarily that um, it's a bad product or Etsy doesn't like it or whatever, um, but they were actually in your back end on a listing, you have to create a production partner. If you don't do the whole thing yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people were doing pot- potentially like uh, I made this, you know, and then I had a little oh, help, help or something sure. like that, as opposed to saying, no, I, it was somebody else. I, and, and here was the production partner and, you know, they made it with my design input. Sure. And, and so that, that's an easy, easy way to, you know, get your, act your, etsy listing deactivated is if you don't fill out those production partner questions correctly and um so his his thought was well maybe that happened and you know all of a sudden we're seeing you know thousands and thousands of these etsy jewelry um or these jewelry message card things and it was just too many people were were listing them and it just kind of they started to look into it and then they saw all these people that were saying, Oh, I made this, I made this. And they realized that wasn't the case. So they started deactivating. And then of course all the alarm bells go off and everybody's running for the Hills, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) you know? So, you know, it's likely some customers complained about, um, you know, Hey, there's all of these things or, you know, I mean, and that's because it's really hard to get Etsy to notice (laughs) something on their platform because there's just, millions and millions and millions of listings yeah Yeah. um so yeah so going forward if you do if you are listing these you know make sure that your um your settings in the back end on your production partner don't say i made it you know change that you know tweak that around to make sure that you're you know actually giving credit where credit is due um as far as who your production partners are but i don't know that i would really go gung-ho on that particular product anymore at this point um, on Etsy now on Shopify, if, if you can c- kind of create the right type of Facebook ad, or if you know how to sell it and, you know, you're doing it at the right time, you can make a lot of money with these things. And obviously yeah. on Shopify, you, you control the platform, so right. do whatever you want. Um, but on Etsy, I guess this is just kind of a word of caution that they have actually, uh, deactivated specific listings. Um, I'm assuming that it's because they put, I made it and, you know, they, it's violating their handmade policy because they didn't actually make it. But like I said, awkward styles just said, you know what? We don't even want to do it anymore. We're not going to let you connect it to Etsy from now on. Yeah. So I don't know if shine on and gear bubble have done that yet, but um, awkward styles just recently did that. It's
1: kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah, It's wild. at a certain point I would imagine even for the fulfillment partners, it's just like, it's got to be too much of a headache because it probably would then result in it being another system or another process for those specific types of listing to stay on Etsy or to be pushed, depending on what kind of you know parameters Etsy puts on those types of listings should they continue to allow them to be listed in the first place. So it, there's mm-hmm. a lot of, of stuff that, that can happen. So um, all right, with that being said, let's just move straight into uh, the meat and potatoes or as we like to say, you know, the nitty gritty of this week's episode, the main event.
0: We'll be right back.
1: Hey, you. Yeah, you listening. Do you like personal finance or real estate? Are you itching to build wealth and create a better life for yourself or your family? Then you need to come check out the Life, Money and More podcast with real estate agent, YouTuber and actor Sage Weiss.
0: This isn't your average finance show. We dive deep and do not sugarcoat topics around money and life. The Life, Money & More podcast releases two episodes a week
1: just for you because we're all about helping you win in this crazy world we live in. Come join the thousands of listeners on the Life, Money & More podcast.
0: Ladies and gentlemen... The main event. I
1: already mentioned it at the top of the show. We're talking about the print on demand success pyramid. And now last week we talked about goals, how to create goals and how to do it the right way in pod and in life we did give some life advice it happens from time to time but if you want to check that out you can go check it out in the archives episode 176 is where we talk about goal setting um and if you've actually created goals for your pod business they're they're likely different than than travis's or or mine but they're also probably pretty similar there's some pretty there's some overlap right i mean we talked about this last week but the goal is growth Everyone wants to grow their business. That's what. That's like all of our common space is. We just want this thing to grow. Um, yeah. Whatever the motivation is behind that need for growth, it's the same. Growth is growth. So that's why you're here. That's why you're listening. That's why mm-hmm. we wanted to start the show to offer tips, tricks, and tools to help you grow your business. So that's why you're here. Right. That's why you're listening. That's why Travis. This way, Travis is going to Long Beach, uh, here in a couple of weeks for for the impression show. I unfortunately won't be able to make that trip um, because the next weekend we're going to the other side of the United States and going to Orlando. So uh, it was one or the other for me, unfortunately because uh, I have a, a full-time job that's not print on demand. Yeah, I know. I'm bummed because I loved long beach last year and the breweries that we found and the ordinary, <laughs> the old fashioned we had at the ordinary was great. Mm. Um as was the bartender, very informative there at The, mm-hmm. at the Ordinary. But I will miss being so, there. But I, but
0: I know, what's up? So, so nothing about the actual show. It was, it was the alcohol that we were able to consume while we were at the shows. That's what really stuck with you um, from your trip to Long Beach. Is that, is that what I heard you say? 70-30. Uh, I would say <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, there's, there's lots of other
1: stuff. Uh, introducing you to uh, Walk Hard. Uh, was a huge highlight yes. of that trip. That was um, great the dad jokes, getting the dad jokes from everybody on the floor, that was a lot that of fun. fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, we do and I always have a good time when we, when we travel, so I am looking forward to Orlando that next weekend. But I know that there's going to be some print-on-demand specific folks that are going to be there at that show, obviously, and even some yep. print-on-demand cast listeners uh, like Chris Kratz. I did see his post in the Facebook group saying that he was going to be there having some hotel uh, troubles and or some – pieces of advice for those that might be booking <laughs> it at this late juncture. Um, but he did talk about that as well. So I will be bummed that I have I've never met Chris in person that I can remember unless he came to a Rocky Mountain uh, resellers conference back in the day. But um, I, I don't think, think I've ever met him in person. But he's you know been a, a faithful, loyal listener to the show and a great guy yeah, I know he's a great guy. You've talked to a lot about him as well. Um, and for you longtime listeners of the show, we have some print on a mancass family that will be there. Uncle Mike We'll be there. You haven't heard from him in a while. It's been probably like a no. year and a half or so since since he's shown up. But, I mean, maybe. I mean, last time he backed out and he still owes me a beer, Mike. But uh, <laughs> that I guess I'm not there to collect this year, so we'll have to go again. Whatever,
0: whenever we're in the same place again, at a print-on-demand specific. Wait, you were sure. coming, but now you're not coming. So do you owe him a beer? And so then no. those two beers cancel out? no because last time it was because you have the show and he doesn't
1: (laughs) (laughs) last time it was known to the the three of us in in Mm and calls leading up to that because we had some like planning sessions planned out for that event and then he backed out I haven't said anything to Mike about being there this time so it's not (laughs) like I got his hopes up and if he says I did he's a liar so (laughs) He still owes me that beer, damn it. That's what I'm saying. Um, and he will, he will pay up. We'll make good. Maybe we'll all just go to Atlantic City or something because you're going there for the other impressions. Maybe we'll just all show up. How about Let's that? Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, back to growth, Travis. Tell us a little <laughs> bit about yeah that that derailed um, quickly. But so we all want growth, man. So yeah, talk talk a little bit about that. Obviously, what, that that thing yeah. that kind of makes us all similar the thing we have in common.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, like you said, like my, my goals um, while they are likely different than yours, because maybe I'm in a different space um, of my business than you are. And so I have specific goals that are more, uh, you know, appropriate for where I'm at versus where you're at. Maybe you're not where I'm at or ahead of where I'm at or whatever, but they're definitely similar, you know, and, and like you say, they all kind of come back to Growth goals. We all want our yeah. print on demand business to grow. And so as I was thinking about this, as I was like, um just going, you know, what what does make growth? And and you know, we obviously we talked about goals last week, and um, you know, <laughs> we have a lot of different things you can kind of pick and choose through different episodes that'll help you even come up with those goals. Episode 172, yeah. uh, the the uh the print on demand success journey, if you will, you know, where, what stage are you at? And then uh, we talk about different ways to get to the next stage. You know, that's a great episode uh, to check out if you haven't yet. And, um, but the bottom line is that we all want to move to the next level, whatever that next level is or, or further into it, you know? And so um, as I was thinking about that, I was like, well, what is, what is success for somebody who's selling on, you know, an Amazon an Etsy or a Walmart or whatever, what, what does success look like? And what are kind of the things, the foundational things that um, kind of build upon each other as you're going through your um, print on demand journey. And so ladies and gentlemen, we give you the print on demand success pyramid. Nice. That was nice.
1: (laughs) It was good. That's (laughs) good. So yeah, so this is obviously like specifically for online channels like Etsy, Amazon, mm-hmm. Walmart, et cetera. Now, if yeah. you're building a brand on Shopify or like a similar platform, you have your own website on um, your advertising. It would certainly advertising would certainly be a part of this pyramid right. if you were doing that. There'd be another kind of tier there. But uh that said, there's some fundamental ideas in this pyramid that I think applies to anybody doing print on demand in general. So mm-hmm. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Shall we? <laughs> sure. Number number one uh, is something that obviously uh, is near and dear to all of our hearts because I think <laughs> we've talked about it probably in 90% of our episodes <laughs> to be, to be honest. And that would be organization. It's, yeah. it's the, it's the foundation, right? Um, and, and I know this from experience and probably touch on this, you know, as we kind of wrap up this main event, kind of some foreshadowing, But if you don't start there, everything else can be completely out of whack. It might be functional, Mm -hmm. but if you don't have that foundation of organization, you'll know sooner rather than later (laughs) that it's not there for you. Um, So yeah, chat a little bit about uh, organization, Travis. I mean, obviously spreadsheets and SKUs and flat files, it's like your bread and butter, you know? But yeah, yeah, let's chat a little bit about that.
0: I think, you know, I mean, you can still build a, print on demand business without organization. I mean, I started without it, you started without it and we built, you yeah. know, and we built businesses and we built, you know, had a lot of sales, had a lot of success. Um, but to your point, we both came back to it eventually. I yeah. came back to it a little earlier than you did and you were kicking <laughs> yourself that you didn't come back to it as early as I did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you and your wife and you can yep. learn about that in Madeline's episode, whatever number right. that is. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah she talked about it very openly on that episode how she um had an opportunity lost basically she lost her Etsy account and realized i don't have any of the the titles and mock-ups and you know all m- all of these other things that i need yeah. the, the print files to build this again i have to start from scratch because i don't have yeah. any of it or yeah. piece it together from this folder and that folder and What did I say about, you know, what was my description or what was the title of this? And it was really, really painful. Now, to her credit, she did that and she, you know, uh, had a kind of a resurgence in her, you know, her Etsy. Um, But had she started, you know, with the organization beforehand, it would have been much less painful Mm -hmm. um, to kind of restart or get going again. Now, obviously, there were some things that she needed to change, uh, which she did. But still, even even that said, having your your SKUs, your designs, your descriptions, your everything kind of laid out for all of your products can really, really come in handy, not just if you lose your account, right. but even if you're like needing to change something on a listing. Well, man, what was that skew? What did we do? What was, mm. what, what? did we do on the, the one that was similar to it? What did we do on the 11 ounce mug that we didn't do on the 15? Or did we do the same thing or what? I mean, there is so much to it that um, it, there's so many things that are beneficial to having that foundation of organization mm. in your business. And it's not just necessarily, you know, skews and designs. I mean, it's like your business banking account, you know, your uh, tax exempt License, you know, your sales tax license that allows you to get, you know, things cheaper or or with not paying tax. It's all of those little things that, um, if this thing does build and you do want to continue with it, um, you're gonna do it, (laughs) you're gonna have to do it. It's just way easier in the beginning, and because it really is, like I said, you can build this without it, but you can only get that building's only gonna go so high without a really (laughs) good foundation. And this is really the foundation of how big or how large or how how much success you can actually have um, you're limited without a great foundation of organization
1: yeah yeah for sure and we talk about this again we've, we've probably touched on it multiple times uh, throughout the course of this the, the life of this show but specifically right. um episode 10 way back in the day uh, it seems like uh, we talked about that specifically. I'm sure we're going to maybe do a revised or kind of updated version of that sometime soon um, so that because we're talking about it so much, it's probably good to kind of represent what we what we think and some ideas and tips around that whole idea. So episode 10 for now, check that out. Episode 68 um, is the one with Madeline uh, where she talks about the the Etsy woes and uh, do's and don'ts and the the necessity uh, for um, good organization. Organizations, so uh, next, the next one in this whole ordeal, the next step would be design, right? Mm-hmm. Bad, bad designs they don't sell, it's just coming up. I mean, we talked about this with with um, I can't believe I'm blanking his name, he we just had him on the show and he lives in on Andy's an ends No, uh, yeah, oh, no. the, the, oh yeah,
0: you're, you're talking, I can't about, believe I forgot uh, his
1: name, art, no, uh, no. Jay. Jay, yes. Yes, my gosh. I feel I'm sorry, Jay. Um, but he talked about this a lot, uh, about how bad designs won't sell in ways to mm-hmm. maybe um, look and see how you can judge if your design's good or not good. But let's talk about what is a good design, right? Yeah. One, use good fonts. And by that, I mean, no comic sans. Um <laughs> <laughs> you understand the negative space which is the space where it's empty a lot of times the negative space can mean just as much as what you're actually putting on the shirt um but understanding what that looks like how to make it look and and kind of space it out correctly um and design for a specific color not all of them you look on amazon um and you can see that some people just don't design with a specific color mine just think that all the color options is just the best way to do it. And you need to have all the options all the time. And that's not necessarily the case. You can design for a specific color to make it really pop. And that is the design
0: will sell the shirt, not the color options, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I remember way back Mm -hmm. at the beginning, um, we had Michael Essick on and he's, he's a great designer. And we did actually talk about a lot about that. He's like, you know, if my, if my design will look best on a Brown shirt, that's the only color I'm going to offer it on, Yep. you know, because it just, that's what I'm designing for. And so there's, yep. there's a lot of, uh, a lot of great tips in that particular episode you know, 29 episode, is that episode? episode, Yep. episode 29. Uh, yeah. I mean, so you don't have to put every single color out there, you know, and this is, we were specifically, I think we were specifically talking about merch by Amazon, yeah. um, at the time, but, but it goes, goes without saying, you know. Um, and we're just touching on a couple of things, you know, the good, the whole idea with good fonts and, you know, being able to use negative space and, you know, designing for specific colors. And, you know, like every time we do a design um, with our designer, we have them do a a design that'll go good on light colors and a design that'll go good on dark colors. Yeah. And most of the time, um, or a lot of the time, we don't even use one or the other, you know, so because it looks so much good. So most of the time we'll use the light design or the one that's designed for light colors on like a coffee mug, because that makes a lot of sense, like a white coffee mug. Um, but if we're going to do like t-shirts or apparel or whatever, a lot of times we won't use that light because um, we don't want to exhaust the customer um, right. with 70 different choices of color or whatever, <laughs> or not 70, but you get the idea. Yeah. So Seven. we might just say, that's the equivalent. I mean, honestly, the, Analysis yeah. paralysis
1: is a thing. You don't want your customer to be overwhelmed with like, oh my God, I like this. Or oh, which color? There's 11 options. There's fuchsia. Yeah. There's uh, there's eggshell. You know what I mean? it just It's just it's too much.
0: Right. So yeah, we might just put it on a black, a navy, and maybe like a dark heather or something, you know, and just have three options because it looks the best on those. And we might not put it on the navy or the, you know, I mean, it just totally depends on the design. And so- yeah um, I'll, that's super important, you know, and it, that goes with all your designs, you know, I mean, like yeah. even like stuff you're going to have laser engraved or UV, I mean, consider what you're actually putting it on and, um, yeah. And, you know, consider your font choice, uh, consider your negative space. I, it's so sad when I just, I go on to Etsy and I'm, you know, looking up, different products and you know i'll use like a research tool like ever or something and i'll say you know and i'll see these different things that are selling and you can tell oh yeah i know why that's selling well it's because it's freaking good and and yeah. you know we'll get into mock-ups later but it, you know the mock-ups are good and all of that i get it but then you know you scroll down to like oh this hasn't sold very much and then you look at the design and you're like oh ah, i get it <laughs> it's just not um yeah it's not pleasing and so your design to me you know, every single one of these stages, it was like, Hmm, what's more important than this? And, you know, so design to me is really the most important thing um, to actually selling your products. If you don't have goods designs, it doesn't matter how good your SEO is or how great your mockups are. The design is what is, that's the next step. You know, you got your, your organization, getting it all figured out uh, that's your foundation but then the next step really is good or even great design.
1: Yeah yeah. the next one on the, the pyramid is on page SEO and for those that don't know what SEO is it just stands for search engine optimization um, mm-hmm. And so basically it's the text when you you know when you go to an Amazon listing and all the, all the text you see there, um is search engine searchable by the amazon search engine or google basically and so it includes titles tags descriptions all of it and you want to make sure that you are optimizing the keywords for your listing to be found by the people who you're trying to target to buy it if it's a nurse you know themed design then targeting towards nurses what are those keywords that you need to have to really make sure that that appears in front of the people that you're hoping will buy it or buy it as a gift for a loved one that's in that particular Mm -hmm. industry. So, I mean, Travis, SEO is, is one of those things that it's like, it sounds simple, but it can be really nuanced. If people don't understand like, Oh yeah, I get it. Search engine optimization Mm -hmm. is fine right keywords, but there is a nuance to it that you can really understand. And when you do understand it and and understand the tools to help you kind of discover the right ones, it can definitely set apart your listing and helps kind of spur on that growth.
0: Yeah. um, And, uh, you know, there are different SEO kind of best practices for each of these different channels. So Etsy sees SEO or, or sees what you enter into your title tags, descriptions, et cetera, differently than maybe an Amazon or a Walmart might or even a Google. Um, but they're all search engines. You know, they have their own algorithm yeah. and they rank things specific to their, their algorithm or their channel. But in the end, they all are search engines and there are certain things of more weight when they're determining who gets listed first on that search page. And that's really what we're tra- talking about. How do we get listed higher on that search page? Um, that, to me, is the next step. It's the next kind of part of the pyramid that, you know, obviously your design is super important. But if you if you don't have the good, good enough SEO to show up in the searches, no one will even find your listings in the first place. So these could go back and forth, you know, is SEO more important than good design? I still think design is, that's why I put it there. But um, SEO is very important because if you don't have good on-page SEO, you won't be able to be found in the search engines. Um, And like I said, there are specific things you can do for like, like an Etsy account or an Etsy opt, SEO optimi- op- optimized listing. Um, and, uh, you know, that's what an Everbee or an E-Rank is, is really good for. It can help you discover new words, you know, new, new phrases even, you know, yeah. for your listing. Um, you know, let me, I'll just give you one tip right off the, t- you know, don't ever in your tags do a single word, um, you know, like don't, you have a t-shirt design or whatever. Don't put t-shirt in your tag. Because that tells not that doesn't tell you know Etsy anything. Yeah. Put, uh, working nurse T-shirt, or you know w- nurse mom T-shirt, or something that's actually going to describe it. And maybe you don't even need to use T-shirt because you used it in your title. Right. So there's there's different things like that that um, each individual uh, channel is going to allow you to do or be more successful with. So. Uh, for example, Etsy gives you 13 tags, you know, and Amazon it's, it's a, um, it's not a number of tags. It's a number of characters that you can add. So everybody's a little different and, um, you know, we'll get into some SEO tips at some point when we were looking at this uh, list, (laughs) we were, we realized we've never done an episode specifically on SEO in print on demand. And, um, That's that's on us. Sorry, guys.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think I think the closest we might have at this point uh, would be episode one one thirty top two tips to make your listings stand out on Etsy, Amazon or Shopify. So we do cover some SEO in that. um, But all that to say we are due to have kind of a deep dive into this conversation. Um, So, I mean, spoiler alert. Right, Jarvis. Do you have a spoiler alert for the people? About SEO? Yeah, the
0: spoiler alert on the episode one thirty. Those top two tips, it's SEO and mock-ups. So that's what we talk a lot. Uh, and and you know what? Now that what, I'm doing what this a segue. Whole, it really is. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, but now that we're doing this pyramid thing, I'm like, oh, are those really the top two? Oh, well, oh, well, I guess. well, organization and design are actually the bottom two. That's true. That's I I look at that.
1: Yeah, yours. That's clever. That was awesome. Clever. I recovered. You did. You brought it back. You landed the plane in splendid fashion. Um, all right. Number four mock ups. Uh, oh. <laughs> we talked about just a second ago. But listen, um, once you've got them, you know, once you have your listing, um, mock ups are, are incredibly important. And again, this is a, something that we've probably talked about and touched on mm-hmm. multiple times through the life of the show. Um, yeah. But you want to make sure that your mock ups are are engaging accurate to what the customer will be buying but you want something more than just the you know t-shirt flat t-shirt mock-up with the design and the white space and though those are fine right mm-hmm. they'll communicate what the customer is is buying but is it relatable lifestyle mock-ups to yep. to a consumer as they're looking and you have someone that's grilling and having a, has a 4th of July shirt on. It's like, well, yeah, I, I, yeah, I grill. I can relate to that. It, it kind of, it's another thing that kind of draws them in and helps just up the quality of your listing, especially if you're trying to do a brand or kind of an aesthetic in general, it's good to have different mock-ups that can help communicate that to your buyer.
0: Yeah. I mean, um the reason this is like the fourth tier up is, Cause if you don't have SEO on page SEO, right. They'll never find your, your, your page. But right. once they're actually on your page, it's not the SEO that's going to sell them. It's the actual, it's the mock-ups. That's the thing right. that is the number one aside from the design itself. But of course the design is in the mock-up, but right. the mock-ups are the number one thing that is going to influence your potential customer to make a buying decision. That's so important. Those mock-ups are so important. And to your point, you know, it's okay to have a flat lay t shirt, but also have that guy grilling for the Fourth of July right. shirt or whatever, right. or some type of a, a lifestyle mock-up that the person can identify with that that a mock up or that person in that mock up and go, Yep, that that's like me, or yeah. I even I want to be like that person. And right. these are psychological things that will it's influence a buying, <laughs> yeah. They'll influence a buying decision more so than you realize. Um, and, um, and so it's very important. So mock-ups to me, once they're on your, on your page, they are the most important, uh, thing. So a couple of little tips, I guess, for mock-ups, um, I want to let you know about, so Etsy allows you to, um, if you have your first mock-up, you can actually zoom in or zoom out or whatever you can actually make what it's going to look like on the thumbnail so when they do find you in the SEO, um, they're going to see that first. And so I recommend if you have a lifestyle mock-up as your first mock-up on an Etsy product to zoom it in as far as you can so they can see the design. Don't worry about the face of the person or whatever else. Make it sure that they can see the design in the thumbnail because when they actually click on the listing and they come to your page, they'll see the entire uh, it zooms it back out, if you will, and they'll see the entire mock-up. And so yeah. you, you, you're you not losing anything, but on the search page, you're gaining the ability for them to see your design. Um, so that's just a little tri- trick on Etsy. Unfortunately, on Amazon, they make you put that design on a white background. Yeah. Um, they do actually say um, they want models um, in the first picture, but they don't want to see the face. And they want it on a white background. So, um, again, it's to your your advantage if you're selling on Amazon or Walmart to get that design as front and center as you possibly can. Uh, But you just don't have as many, I don't know, you don't have as many kind of tricks up your sleeve like that Etsy allows you to do really, really cool mock-ups. And they can also be your thumbnails, whereas Amazon just makes you do that white background.
1: Right. Yep, and I mean, there's lots of good places you can get your mockups too. We talk about that, you know, uh, pretty frequently. I know Placeit, for example, is a great oh, one that great. you can go and and use to to generate those mockups. Even the ones that are just the the plain background mockups, and they have PNGs. It's it's a great it's a great tool. But there's tons of them out there that you can use um, to generate those mockups for you, so you don't have to be a graphic designer to make it to make it work. Or you don't have to hire friends to go out and grill to take pictures of. I mean, all of that stuff is, is readily available for you um, as well. So we have an entire episode on that as well, episode 154, all about mock ups um, to help you kind of guide you, as it were, um, mm-hmm. to find which ones and which tools will work best for you. The next one on the pyramid is print partners. It's important. Very important uh, Mm -hmm. because print partners are different and margins might be different. You might make more profit using this print partner versus this print partner, or they have more unique products that you can sell to help you stand out. Um, We, Mm -hmm. again, I've talked about this when you are, looking at print partners you want to make sure just as much as they're making sure that you're a good fit for them you want to make sure that they're a good fit for you you want to get your samples you want to have get your hands on what they're making and producing for you so that you can mm-hmm. speak intelligently about it um and it's it, it's one of those things i think people feel like they might be in some kind of like covenantial contract with a print partner and it's like a marriage thing like till death do you par like until, if my until my business burns down i will use print bullets. like listen <laughs> That's not necessarily the case. You can use more than one, which is a question I know you you get all the time, Travis. Like, can I use one? Yeah. Is it okay? Is it cheating on my other print partner if I use this other person here?
0: <laughs> yeah. And I think I think the one of the main reasons they ask that is, is um it's like it's more of a can I and then how do I, you know, yeah. and it kind of goes back to that the organization, you know, if yeah. if if you're organized. Heck yeah, you can do it. It's really, it's not as, it's pretty easy to actually choose, pick and choose. You know, I, I know, I know people that have multiple print partners, like five, six, seven print partners. And it's because not everybody print prints on the same thing, or maybe they yeah. have better margins on their mugs here, but they have better margins on their shirts here. And then, and then that neither one of those two do a laser thing and they do that and, you know, or whatever. Um, there's a lot that, um, there's, first of all, there's a lot of print partners that you probably never even heard of. Yeah. And um, it would actually be really smart of you to potentially look into some of these other options. Um, yes, that might mean that if somebody, you know, in that previous example, if someone buys a mug and a t-shirt that they're going to be sent in separate things and you're paying double shipping. But yeah. what percentage of your orders actually are multiple orders? That's a good question. Right. I would say very small percentage are. and if I'm uh, if I only have two or three, there's also a good percentage that those orders with two things are either the same item or the same item that those both of those print partners will fulfill for me. So it doesn't really matter to me. I'm still paying one shipping price. Um, right. But I I get the question. I get like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this. I just want to you know again. I, it's not going to kill your margins. It's actually going to make you more unique in the marketplace because you're going to have new or different types of products. And it also allows you to, uh, I would also say when you're actually, you know, selling uh, a decent amount, it makes sense to go to these print partners and say, Hey, I'm selling a lot more now. Do you have uh, better rates? How can I get a better rate? I know Printful and Printify have like a pro thing where you can get, Uh, you know, and you get discounts if you get to certain, you know, uh, benchmarks Guten Mm -hmm. has for me, but um, it makes sense to kind of keep your eye on that as you continue to grow your business. Yep.
1: And the last one uh, that we have here for you, the tippy tap, the tippy tap, terrible macho man impression, Uh, tools and resources. Uh, Again, this isn't necessarily mission critical, but um, they're nice. They're helpful. They're things that you can use to kind of alleviate some, some, some pressure or some things that you need done or help you find keywords, tons of tools. We have a resource, pay, resource page um, that has some suggestions. And we talked about the tools you can use on episode 175, when um, we talked about lowering your tax burden. Um, and at the end of it, we talked about online tools that you can try out uh, and subscribe mm-hmm. to and kind of detail what they are, what they do. So be sure to check that out. Again, this isn't something that's mission critical. Um, and if you get hung up on this particular piece without the other ones, you can stagnate and then just be doing nothing, right? And mm-hmm. that's an issue that I know, Travis. You want to you want to talk about here as we kind of wrap up this main event, even before we we started recording. You are like, hey, I have something to say when we wrap this thing up. And I said, uh-huh. listen, man, you have the floor. So so talk to us. What what's the what's the thing that you wanted to kind of highlight or illustrate, as it were, as we wind this thing down?
0: Sure, um, man. You. You really uh built that up. I love it though, because I do think it's <laughs> it's it's super important. It's super important to talk about. And um, so in in episode 172, um, I mentioned this earlier. in episode 172, we talked about the the print on demand uh success journey. Um go take a listen to that, uh see where you are um on that journey at like what stage you're at. Um yeah. and then we also talk about ways to move to the next stage, you know? And so the, the four are the curious, the rookies, the seasoned and the thriving. And yeah. so as you listen to that, you can kind of put yourself in the shoes of those different people and, and the stage they're in, and you can kind of identify where you're at. And then there's some tools again, not tools, but uh, you know, tips that you can use to make your goals um, that'll help you get to that next stage. But there are many of our pod pals in the curious stage, um, of that journey. And I really, as I was putting this pyramid together, it, it, I was so aware of the fact that a lot of the, the reasoning behind these people being in that stage of the curious, and they haven't really started much. They haven't really done much. It's because they flipped this freaking pyramid upside down. Right. And, and they're so concerned about, you know, well, which tool do I need to do SEO and which which mock-up thing do I need, you know, generator should I be using to get the best mock-ups and, and what print partner, oh my gosh, what print partner am I going to use? And while those things are important, the, those things are the, uh, they're at the tip of the pyramid for a reason, Right. because they're not that important in actually having success. Um, right. You don't have to use, place it. You don't have to, you know, I mean, you do have to choose a print partner, but you know what, if you, if you, follow this pyramid and you have your organization organization down, you can switch it later. Yeah. <laughs> you can add another print partner later. It doesn't matter so much. You know, what, what podcast am I listening to? Which one am I going to, you know, uh, which, which uh, research tool am I going to use? You know, I mean, there's all these different questions that are so far up at the top of the pyramid that they right. don't make a lot of difference um in the end. The bottom line is that you need to get started, you know, yeah. and, what does that mean? Well, it means, you know, we talked about this too, you know, it means getting your business license, getting your checking account, you know, opening your Etsy account or whatever, you know, making a plan, making those goals, go listen to episode 172, then go listen to our episode last week that we talked about goals, episode 176 and go, okay, I'm taking this and I'm taking this and I'm putting it together and I'm going to make some some freaking progress in this right. business. I'm right. not just going to continue to spend my wheels. I'm going to make some decisions even. And you yeah. know what? Those decisions can be changed. It's totally okay. Right. <laughs> but if you don't ever get starting, mm-hmm. if you don't ever get started, you can't change anything cuz right. there's nothing to change. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no success, you know. No. So this is the this is the success pyramid. So if you want to have success, this is how you do it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you don't worry about the stuff at the top. When you're starting you start with the what's at the bottom and you build from that and right. so um as you can tell i'm i'm pretty passionate about that and that's that was the thing i really wanted to say don't, yeah thank you so
1: much don't flip, this,
0: don't flip this pyramid upside down that's all yeah. i'll say
1: at the yeah. end <laughs> yeah no that, that makes sense right um it's a success period to your pyramid to your point in that if you want to flip it, flip it upside down it's the inverse of success. So it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> you want to start with it the right way. Right. Um, so yeah, that's awesome. So I think, I mean, that's kind of the, the end of this week's main event, anything else you want to say before we kind of put a bow on this episode and, and, uh, ride
0: off into the sunset, even though the sun's not out. No, I think we're good. I think, um, I just said it, you know, um, yeah, do something, you know, that there's your, there's your, uh, there's your path to success or at least to starting it's episode 172. Take those, listen to episode 176, get some goals and then um, follow this pyramid. And um, I really do think you'll see some success. Yeah. The other thing you can do if you want to see success
1: is go to com and subscribe to the POD VIP list. Uh, you will get an email every week that has tips and tricks and some further insight into the print-on-demand industry and some stuff that would help you and the tools that you would need to continue in your successful journey. So be sure to do that. Again, printondemandcast.com is where you can go to sign up for that. But until then folks it is thank you again for downloading pressing play subscribing however you got here to be listening to us thank you guys so much for coming back each and every week and we look forward to being back with you again to bring you more tips tricks tools and dad jokes for the print on demand industry so until then for travis i'm josiah and we'll see you right here on the print on demand cast see ya
0: In a world where businesses everywhere are trying to make print-on-demand sales, one podcast goes above and beyond every week to bring the most POD-specific information there is. All to help save the day every day. Don't succumb to the enemies of your print-on-demand business. Sign up today for the Print-On-Demand Cast VIP email at printondemandcast.com slash VIP. This time, it's for real.